0: Welcome to episode 8 of the Total Bro Sports Podcast. Hello all, welcome to the Total Bro Sports Podcast. I'm Alex, here with... Jack. Ben. And Kai. Great, why don't we start with the news, Jack?
1: Okay, big on the news today. Alvin Kamara tied an NFL record with... Six rushing touchdowns against the Vikings on Christmas Day. Dwayne Haskins gets cut from Washington. According to the head coach, Ron Rivera, this afternoon, I met with Dwayne Haskins and informed him that we will be releasing him. Rivera said in the statement, I told him that I believe it benefits both parties and that we got to separate ways. We want to thank Dwayne for his contributions these last two seasons and wish him. Well, moving forward. And the final one the Jags clinched the number one overall pick, probably getting Trevor Lawrence. All right, next we
2: have a scoregami alert. So, for the uh, viewers that don't know what Scorigami is, Scorigami is the art of tracking every single NFL score that has ever happened. So, for example, this week we have two instances of scoregami. The Saints beat the Vikings 52 33 and the Dolphins beat the Raiders 26-25, meaning that this is the first time that a score of 52-33 and 26-25 has ever happened in the NFL's 100-year-plus history.
0: Awesome. Next, we're going to have a quick review of the playoffs, Ben. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me?
2: Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
3: Yeah, so – in the NFC, the Bucks clinched and the Seahawks clinched the NFC West. The Packers clinched the division as well and, and also clinched the number one seed. The Bears now control their own destiny as a result of the Cardinals' loss to the Niners. And the football team still holds first place in the NFC East. In the AFC, the Chiefs clinched the number one seed and the division. The Steelers clinched the AFC North. Browns, Ravens, and Colts are all fighting for the last spot.
0: Great. Next, we'll go to our next segment, 5-Minute Fire. Vikings at Saints, Christmas football. Despite throwing for two interceptions, Drew Brees and co. breezed through the Vikings. Mike Zimmer's defense looked like they were better suited for crewing a ship in 793 AD than playing football. Instead of the Vikings' offense, Alvin Kamara assumed the role of the Viking Raider, pillaging the Minnesota defense for 155 yards and an NFL record time six touchdowns. It really could have been seven if Sean Bacon cared about records. Saints blow out the Vikings,
3: 52-33. Bucks at Lions. Saturday football. There's a reason why the NFL doesn't broadcast football on Saturdays, and that's because it's atrocious. Speaking of atro- atrocity, the Lions' offense and defense were on full display Saturday. With Matthew Stafford only playing for one series, Chase Daniel stepped in and really could not do much of anything, throwing a measly 86 yards. Captain Brady and the Bucks tame the Lions. Like they were in the whole, oh, I messed up. In the whole of the pirate ship. The day after Christmas, Brady gave the Lions' defense a gift, and they kept on giving touchdowns. Four
1: of them. Brazen
3: and the Bucks destroy the Lions,
1: 47-7. I was about to cancel Saturday football for myself until I found this, a gift, of a game hidden behind a family of squirrels and an Etna under my tree eliminated from playoff contention with nothing to play for. The 49ers showed up demonstrating to the world that that dress that you see on Reddit is red, white, and gold, destroying their tank like a cardinal birdhouse. And for the injured Nick Mullins, bearded CJ Bethard played admirably, showing the quarterback mirage, throwing for 182 yards and three touchdowns and zero interceptions. However, the golden spoils of this Robert Swallow the defense. They shut down Kyler Murray like a mousetrap and a cat. Murray threw zero touchdowns, one pick. We're now spoiled the Cardinals
0: 20-12. Dolphins at Raiders. Like a fine line, the Saturday football games got better as the day went on, culminating in this beauty. Facing playoff elimination, the Raiders battled out with the Dolphins in this ocean of a game. However, the game became unreal in the final four minutes. After Nelson Aguilar burned the Miami defense for an 85-yard touchdown, Brian Flores decided to invent a new football concept, the relief quarterback. Flores inserted Brian Fitzmagic into the lineup, and predictably, he played lights out, immediately leading a 75-yard touchdown drive in 42 seconds. John Gruden's Raiders responded by getting to the goal line, but declining to score a touchdown, which would have speeded possession to the Magic-infused Dolphins. After a Raiders field goal with 19 seconds left in the game, Fitzmagic tossed the best no-look pass of the year to a wide-open Matt Hollins. During the play, the Raiders' defense attempted to rip Mitfit's Magic's head off, which resulted in an additional 15-yard penalty, getting the Dolphins into field goal range. And Jason Sanders nailed the 44-yard field goal. The Dolphins edge out the Raiders, 26 to 25.
2: Falcons edge Chiefs. Another game, another choke job from these Falcons by leading the Chiefs 14-10 in the fourth quarter, the Falcons sealed their fate on the Chiefs' final drive. On what appeared to be a game-ending interception, the Falcons' defense pulled a Dez Bryant and dropped the ball, literally and figuratively, when they hit the ground. With the gift from, the gift from God of a drop, Patrick Mahomes responded by throwing a touchdown pass on the very next play. On the ensuing drive, the young way, onside kick who missed the game-tying field goal. Chiefs narrowly it out 17-14.
3: Browns at Jets. Another week, another game added to the Jets' win streak. That's right, the Jets, a team that had zero wins through their first 13 games, finally has two a two-game win streak. Through a combination of capable offense and ferocious defense, the Jets defeated the Browns. New York limited the one-two punch of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb to a paltry 45 yards on the ground. As for Baker, he cooked up a bland offensive performance with 285 yards through the air. But no touchdown. I'm fourth and one with the game on the line. Baker Mayfield fumbled the QB Sneak. Jets upset the Browns
0: 23-16. Colts at Steelers. Pittsburgh are on a three-game slide after being embarrassed by a team with no name. In this latest matchup, Big Ben and Company are played to win or were playing a win-and-in scenario. Early on the game was all Colts. Phil, Ohio, Captain. Ohio Rivers is of the Colts down the Ohio River, knocking Pittsburgh barges out of their way. However, in the second half, the Steelers decided to stop dancing and dropping balls and actually decided to play with them. Juju tangoed all the way through the defense, posting 96 receiving yards and one touchdown. Big Ben showed why Stormy made a mistake in not choosing him. By
1: leading the Steelers to a come-from-behind victory, Steelers win 28-24. Bears at Jaguars! Jaguars having a terrible embarrassment of a year that has them losing 13 games straight. Minch Eumania watches from the bench as Mike Lennon shows the Bears what they missed, and they didn't miss much. Turned out twice. Turned over twice. And the other hand, Mitch Trubisky pulled off another Ryan Fitz magic move, attempting another land to try to get contact. And despite an ugly interception from Trubisky, the Bears absolutely mauled the these Cays Jaguars. 41-17, sending Marone and Fredo Gruden back to the zoo. Giants at Raven. In a game where they they could have significantly improved their playoff chances, the Giants played like smurfs against the reigning MVP Gargamel Lamar Jackson. Torched the Giants' defense 183 yards and two touchdowns with 80 yards on the ground. Scoring A date with Smurfette. Like Papa Daniel Jones' hamstring, the Ravens' defense was tight, limiting the Giants to 269 yards of total offense late in the game. The Giants started to mobilize the Smurfs' troops, but it ultimately proved to be too little too late. (laughs) Wendy Testerberger and the Ravens shut down the insurrection. Ravens put themselves one game closer to the postseason. They win. 27 to 13
3: over the Giants. Bengals at Texans, lacking number one overall pick Joe Burrow, Brandon Allen led the bunch, scraping and tearing what was left of the Texans defense to shreds. The Washington Te- or the Watson-led Texans remain in full tank mode. Allen put the defense on a seven grill, burning them for 371 yards and two TD. Despite the Texans taking a lead at the end of, or at the beginning of the fourth, they realize they have to lose so that they can pursue. Preserve their tank, letting Brandon Allen throw a TD to win the game. Bengals claw their way to victory 37 31.
1: Broncos and Chargers. Hello? I have just one question. Are you ready? Ready for what? <laughs> when, are you ready for the when former Jump Day I don't know. Forza Jump Day in the mile, I do my fire. Subscribe to Tomorrow Sports from 099. Hello? And goodbye to anyone standing in Justin Herbert's way. Justin Hermann and Drew iPhone lost. And then the Steel Cage take back. Justin Hermann destroyed Drew Eye phone lock. And Broncos defense. Two lots locked up another
0: losing defense. Broncos lose. 19
2: 16. Carolina, Washington. With a chance to win the Division, a chance at redemption and a chance at drowning some ugly headlines, Win football and the football team played like garbage. Haskins done messed up, throwing for 154 yards, zero touchdowns, and two picks. It got so bad that Rivera yanked the plug on the former first-round pick and inserted Taylor Heineke, a guy who was taking online college classes three weeks ago. Penny Bridgewater somewhat rebounded from last week, throwing for 197 yards, one touchdown, and one interception, and proceeded to walk to walk out in the second half. Panthers embarrassed the team with no name, 20-13. Despite leading 14-3 in the first quarter, the Philly defense started
0: practicing its social distancing around the
2: Dallas offense.
0: Jalen Hurts hurt this Philly offense so badly in the second half, making four reads and forcing throws. The Red Rifle continued his audition for another team and managed to play well, throwing for 377 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Cowboys win.
3: Rams at Seahawks. In a battle for the NFC West, the Seahawks looked for revenge. In what was a game where offense was at a minimum, the Seahawks flew to victory. Unfortunately for the Rams, Goff suffered a thumb injury, which will keep him out next week. The Seahawks win the NFC West 2019 over the Rams.
2: Titans at Packers. Devontae Adams looks like he is deep. He's dethroned King Henry with three touchdowns, and Ryan Tannehill played terribly, tossing two picks and warming his butt on the bench for garbage time. Packers obliterate the Titans 40-14. Bills at Patriots. Josh Allen, Buffalo Bill, and the Bills silence the Patriots as if they were a bunch of lambs. Stephon Diggs torched the New England secondary, making some tasty chomps out of them for 145 yards and three touchdowns. Cam Isaac Newton forgot the, phys- forgot the physics of throwing a football and went to the bench as Jarrett Clarice Stidham, Stidham was unable to mob with the bloodshed. The Bills swept the Patriots for the first time in 20 years. Bills destroyed the Patriots
0: 38-9. And thus concludes 5-Minute Fire. Well, let's get
1: down to the main event. Dwayne football.
0: Yes, I'll start out with Dwayne Football. Let's hear the takes from the
1: panel. Okay. What I personally believe from Dwayne Football is that he's immature. He's unfit to be a starter. His his throws are terrible. He can't read defenses. He doesn't, and he's not well liked. He boasts about his stats when he does well. Even when they lose, he just isn't mature enough. His coach doesn't like him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it was about time that he was released. I mean, I it kind of feel bad for him because he had a lot of potential coming in. Like, at Ohio State in his last season, he threw 50 touchdowns, which is tied for fifth in NCAA history. And he threw for the 22nd most yards in NCAA history in a season. So, like, I thought he was going to be way better than he was. But, um, obviously, his maturity. And, you know, I don't think he's been putting too much effort into football and to trying to get better since he's been in the league.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's, it's surprising that no, not very surprising. Like I saw him last year, he wasn't really good this year. It was more the same. It was only a matter of time before he was out of Washington. And I, I think uh, in the past 20 years or so, at least he is the first, uh, I think he's the first, first round QB in a while to be released. Not even uh, after year two.
0: Yeah, that's true for the listeners that don't know that you could make a case for Josh Rosen, but he was actually traded to the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: But I think along the lines of Dwayne Haskins, you just really lacked maturity. I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that just because you have a cannon, I'm actually going to borrow this analysis from the ringer. Just because you have a cannon doesn't mean that you can make the accurate throws. And, yeah, Dwayne Haskins had a great arm, but at the same time you kept seeing him routinely miss open receivers, throw passes behind people, like one-hop them. It was just atrocious play for Yeah.
1: He would, he would throw him way behind you. would throw it too high, and you'd always throw it into double coverage. It doesn't matter how great your arm is when you're throwing into double coverage. Yeah,
0: well, and I'm, people said he could read defenses, but I'm not sure he's reading. He couldn't read the it. Short. No, if you look at the fourth down play, which ultimately got him benched, he had a wide open receiver right in his view, and he just decided to run, run it, even though he's not that fast.
1: Yeah, he's
0: not. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's like it's like I was watching it, and it was like, or even trying. That was my thought process during that. Yo, you know I.
0: No, I I agree with you because also you have to look at his body language on the sideline. Like normally a a leader – this was a guy who was formerly a captain before he got stripped of that because of the whole strip club incident. I guess no pun intended there. But normally he's – like as a leader you would be on the sidelines trying to hype up your offense and get the team going, but he just kind of sits there with his hands in his lap, not really doing anything.
1: Makes sense.
2: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, he was uh, he was drafted by Snyder. We all know Snyder's the anti-Midas of the NFL.
1: He's the anti-Midas touch.
2: I think I think this. I think he's just another fatality in the curse of Tippecanoe, if you know what that is. Yeah.
0: No, can you explain that?
2: Oh, okay. So the uh, curse of t- curse of Tippecanoe. Uh, states that every twenty years, starting in eighteen forty, the leader of the uh, the United States would uh, is destined to die. So that happened with uh, William Henry Harrison, who was elected in eighteen forty; Lincoln, twenty years later; Garfield, twenty years later; um, McKinley, twenty years later, and then Warren Harding, although he died you know, he died of natural causes, and then Franklin Roosevelt, although he, he didn't die until about forty five, and then you know. Kennedy. And then Ronald Reagan got shot. And then uh, George Bush had a shoe thrown at him. And uh, now 2020 is uh, Dwayne Haskins.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, all right. So what do you guys think is next for the quarterback? Is he ever going to get a shot? I
2: don't think so. I mean. Uh, Maybe. Maybe.
3: I feel like he really hasn't proven enough in the league yet. But, you know, there's always the XFL in 2022. That's a perfect league for Dwayne Haskins, honestly.
1: Yeah. How do you say he that?
3: He can go to CFL. Yeah, or the CFL.
2: Yeah, Johnny Football went to the CFL.
3: Yeah, not for long. He was. I don't know. I mean, Haskins like he definitely has the talent, It's just the work ethic, and he just doesn't really want to get better. I feel like. I mean, he has a lot of talent, and yeah, just like watching him play, is like his footwork's just not good. He's overthrowing guys. He's Really, not making the best decisions.
2: Yeah, and he went on. Un- he went unclaimed, unclaimed on waivers too. But uh, yeah. apparently, apparently, uh, I think I think he might get another chance in uh, somewhere else if there's I any mean, yeah. team that's desperate for a quarterback.
3: He's young, yeah. so there's like a you know he wasn't drafted that long ago. People like it was only in last year. But, like he has a lot of time and if if he shows, you know, a lot of improvement and his maturity and stuff off the field, then he certainly might get a chance. Yeah,
1: that's so true.
0: Yeah, I think
3: oh, sorry.
0: You know, as, um as far as the chances of him landing on another team, the problem is is that he butted heads with Ron Rivera and seems to carry the label of being a off the field distraction. And as we've seen with Antonio Brown and other people with that Moniker, it's really hard to become employed. But at least with Antonio Brown, he had clear skill. With Haskins, we don't even know if he can like win more than a game in the
2: season. Yeah, yeah. He should. He should. He should consider himself lucky, though. At least. Uh, at least his knee didn't get destroyed.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And that was that was interesting because RG three actually wished him well on Twitter in the immediate wake of the decision. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't uh, see that. Yeah. No, and you're right, Kai, because the reason that Haskins was drafted, apparently, and this is according to ESPN, because it was because Daniel Snyder inter- went into the draft room and then demanded that Haskins would be their pick, even though the football people in the Washington football team organization did not want him.
1: Yeah. What do you think they were going for
2: I don't know. I I honestly don't know. But I think I don't know. On the one hand, it's like he I fell all the way to.
1: Sweat.
2: Yeah, he fell all the way to fifteenth, though. Yeah, I did. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I guess Dan Snyder wanted to, wanted to show. Uh, I don't know. Wanted to like make make him uh, seem like a steal. <laughs>
1: Well, actually, Montez, was drafted in the first round. I think they were zeroing in on him for number 15. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what do you guys think is next for
3: for the Washington football team as far as the quarterback position? Because it's not like they have a real, real clear future right now. Alex Smith is, you know, I mean, he's not healthy at the moment, and he's not the future as well. And we're going into an offseason with – a fair amount of free agent quarterbacks. Where do you think? Uh, do you th- who do you think I, target?
1: I personally believe they should. They might snag Carson Wentz, maybe Dak Prescott. I'd be good with them.
2: Oh, you think they're going to chase after the uh, the rivals, the rival quarterbacks?
1: Yeah, possibly. I think that might be a team to snag a
3: guy to snag. Does Washington have a lot of cap space? Because they would have to dump a lot of money into
1: Dak if they're any team's going to have to pay a ton well, for. Yeah. Dak wants out of Dallas if he doesn't, want to get, if he doesn't get paid $40 million. Yeah, no, I
3: don't, I don't know if he'll come back, honestly. I don't think so. They seemed reluctant to pay him in the
1: first place anyways. Yeah, if he wants a lot of money, and he probably will walk away if he doesn't get that money. He might go to the Patriots, possibly.
0: Ben, to answer your question, according to Rigo's rags, Washington has $56 million in cap space for 2021. Oh, that's a lot. Fifty-six million.
2: Yeah, fifty-six million. You know, this is this is my. Oh, is anyone going to say something? Oh that guy. Okay, so like, I think, I think the. um, In my opinion, I think the. uh, What to do with for the uh, for Washington is they need to. Maybe they could like uh, draft a quarterback in the next year or two. I disagree. I disagree with that. I oh, you do. I was thinking maybe like I was thinking Alex Smith could be. Um, he's still like he he may have got had that injury. I think he still might have a year or two left. Yeah, he's got like in him. one more year on his contract. Oh, just one more year. Yeah,
1: but it's two thousand nine. Actually, he has two more years. Yeah, he wouldn't be the worst guy to
3: have um, as a backup to mentor a young quarterback that can come in because. Alex Smith was a very experienced – he's a very experienced guy. Yeah, he's very very good. I mean, he's had a lot of experience. He's a really good guy. Yeah, no, I definitely see him as – if Washington draft a quarterback in this year's draft or the next one, I do see him as being a positive mentor as a backup, even if he, like, can't really play that much anymore, just to have, like, as a presence there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I agree with that. I think he would actually be a great quarterbacks coach because looking at his viability for the 2021 season, we can see that those surgeries, 17 surgeries on his leg, definitely have had an effect. Like Even though he was able to play for the first couple of games he was in, it looks like the, there's some sort of muscle issue back there, and probably because he can't lift his foot up, so that might be causing tightness in his calf. So I think his long, like definitely next year, it's going to be difficult for him to take. I
1: think field. on Sunday night, what they should do is put him in for like the first snap. So just by the analytics. So if they win, it will go to him.
0: Interesting take because when, yeah, because when he was in against the 49ers, they won, even though. Yeah. Ryan finish. Rivera
1: just needs to look at that. Brian Flores would have done that. I don't yeah. know. I don't. want to. I don't want ban- to jump on
0: any bandwagons, but this. I. I'm actually. I feel somewhat confident in this. Uh, Taylor. What Taylor Heineke? No, guy. no,
1: he's a bum.
2: Yeah, that was gonna be my uh, my question here. Do, do you guys think Taylor Heineke is enough to, uh, to uh, um, uh, get pa- uh, at least get past the Eagles and into the no, playoffs? No, he's a
1: bum.
0: You got you to gotta provide some evidence for this, okay? He has – The Eagles, he really
3: honestly – He's never won a game. I don't know, but you're also talking about the um, the Eagles here who haven't – I mean, they just lost to Dallas. It's not like Dallas has a great QB either. I mean, it's like this team – neither team has been really – I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I trust Washington and, you know, oh, yeah. Barry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas. Those guys can –
1: The the Eagles beat on the Cowboys in November when the Cowboys had Ben DiNucci. So I don't really think that was that impressive of a win.
3: Yeah, and then they lost more recently last week to Dallas.
1: Yeah, that's when they played much better. And And then remember the Eagles' defense was terrible.
2: Yeah, and then remember uh, week one as well. Yeah, because we uh, really
3: banged up. No, they're just entire team.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw Taylor Heineke come in in the fourth quarter and immediately. He just he just started a going um, passing and actually completing the pass and actually uh, acting like a real quarterback. Yeah, I saw him. He
0: was he got it right into the flow of things, hitting guys in the chest, in front of them where the passes should go. He looked like an actual NFL quarterback. And I think the thing with Haskins was that he was really an offensive liability. Like coaches were worried about whether he's going to he turn it over. That's why you had a lot of those short throws. But well, with Heineke, you actually, he's not a liability knocking on wood, but oh, he's not going to be on the team
1: him.
2: next year. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of that game, um, I think it was, uh, I think the, uh, it seemed like the, uh, the plan going into it was just have uh, having Haskins, Having them run the ball um, a lot more than usual because Antonio Gibson was back, and yeah. then as it was, it was the second half. And as the announcers were talking about that, we could I could see Dwayne Haskins just throwing at every single play. Yeah, that really uh really confused me there. No, it was really odd because they had success running
0: the ball early, like they were getting holes and guys were getting reasonable gains. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is that the offensive coordinator for Washington is quite pedestrian, and his only qualification was that he's the son of Norv Turner.
1: Exactly. Right. exactly. Wait, uh, we have to uh, the
0: football league at work here.
1: Wait, Alex, you want to switch it up and go to the playoffs now?
0: Yeah, we can talk about
1: the playoffs. So let's so, see about what you think about the playoffs.
3: I think out of the teams right now that are not in it, I think there's like a lock definitely.
1: Or not definitely, but possibly can be the Titans. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. But I think it's going to be a – possibly a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh.
3: Packers-Chiefs.
1: Teams, yeah. I mean –
3: it's definitely possible. I mean, the Saints have been looking really good this year as well. Um, you know, the uh, even the Seahawks. I mean, their defense I don't think is good enough to win a, a championship. But No. They have a the Legion team. of Boom
1: definitely could, but that, this defense is not as good.
3: You got to go through oh, the East the builder yeah. curse. Or, or Steelers. Ah. Nah. I don't know the Steelers. every they're getting a lot of hate now, but they're still a very talented team. I know, like you know, with all the Juju stuff, and they've lost three, but they they still have a lot of potential. Like they, why was Juju doing that? I don't know. I don't. He's no, I
2: think. I think. I don't think the Steelers are gonna actually um, make it far into the playoffs, especially if they have to play a real team and not um, either a mediocre one or a battered up. Battered up team. Well,
3: right for now their first game. Kind of like they would play probably like the Dolphins, Ravens, or Browns at the moment.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think the Steelers' next game would um give us a good, a good um uh, picture of what how they would do in the playoffs because they're playing the Browns.
3: Well, it depends if um they bench a bunch of people because they clenched. Oh, so that's,
2: uh, that's, that's true. That's true.
3: No. I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I think the thing with the playoffs is everyone's hyping this Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl. But the problem with the Packers is they just don't seem to go – they just can't seem to go all the way in the playoffs. Like we saw with last season they were against the 49ers and they just got demolished. yeah. I don't know. Maybe their defense has improved. You've had some solid play from Jair Alexander in the secondary. Like they've looked pretty good. Yeah.
3: I don't and know. I they're also the number one seed, and they get a bye. So, I mean, that that definitely getting an extra week off can help playing one last game because then they only have to win one to get to the um, NFC Championship. So, I definitely, I definitely think they'll make it to the NFC Championship, but. The Saints, Saints possibly could beat them, but I mean Aaron Rodgers is just so good and doesn't th- doesn't turn the ball over ever. One of the best deep ball passers in the league. Uh,
2: yeah. Moving over, uh, moving over to the wild card. It's uh, basically a battle between the Rams, Bears, and uh, Cardinals. Uh, which yeah. which which one of them do you guys think is uh, gonna gonna miss out?
1: Well, I think the Bears might lose, and I think, but I do think they're going to make the playoffs because I think the Rams are going to beat the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I would have to say the Bears because they also face. I think they face the Packers.
1: Yeah, and the Rams are, and the Rams are a good team. They are a good team. I think they uh, the
3: Jets, and they've shown that. I mean, despite being a good team, you still can can lose. And the Cardinals are also a very good team. And I don't know. I mean. Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins can maybe pull something out out of a hat for them. I mean, you never know, though. The Rams have a great defense, anyways.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um the uh, while um the Cardinals are gonna miss it because uh, all uh, all the Bears need is actually a Cardinals loss. That's all. Yeah, they need. all they need is
1: a Cardinals loss, but they must but win just because.
2: Possibility,
3: and then um, in the NFC East, that's still not set in
1: stone yet either. No, all Washington. The need to do is win, or um the Giants and the Cowboys. The winner of that needs Washington to lose.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. The Eagles have nothing to play for. They can screw around.
3: I don't know. I, I usually when teams are out of it, they don't just screw around. Like I feel like they're still gonna play. Try to beat them. Yeah, they disciples. do. No, yeah, that, especially,
2: that is, especially. True. Yeah, especially if they can play spoiler and uh, Eagles.
3: Yeah, there's plenty. of the Eagles times,
2: uh, can do that.
3: There's plenty of times where teams like I've seen plenty of examples of teams that have they play harder because they know that they're gonna knock this team out of the playoffs. Like it's, yeah, they need some extra motivation now that they're not, you know, playing
0: for themselves. But winning will hurt their draft position.
3: Teams aren't thinking
0: about that. Like, every – Players
3: half, aren't – like, the Jets – the Jets are a prime example. Like, none of – like, the, the players are thrilled that they won. Like, Frank Gore is thrilled. Everyone on the sideline was going crazy. But
1: Frank Gore is going to retire after this year.
0: No, these are competitive guys. They're not thinking about the front office picks. Like, if you're a competitive athlete in the most competitive sports league – in yeah. the US, you know, you want to win. And they're getting paid yeah.
3: to play play their hearts out. They're not getting paid to, you know, throw games. Like it's
0: I would refer you to JJ Watts post-game conference after What do you say? say. Yeah. He basically said that guys should not be in the locker room and should not be on the field if they're not willing to put in the work
2: to win.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's
2: it's not like it's not like the uh, players of the the Jets players actually trust the process here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like Joel Embiid.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just remember playing in games, like, even in, like, the rec league, just playing. And, like, even if the team was bad, I would just always – even if we were down, like, 20, I'd still want to play and not mess around. So I can't even imagine what it's like for these guys, like, to, um, you know, get paid to do this. You know, they're on TV. And also some guys, like, even if they're not playing for – a playoff spot. They're still playing for their jobs and like yeah. free agent. Like even like Sam Darnold. Like even if he's not a Jet next year, he still has been helping his draft stock lately and his trade value. Like, yeah, it, it has. like they're still playing. Them. Sense.
0: They're making themselves look better as well. I think as far as playing spoiler, I would point you all to the 2017 or Bengals. 2016 or 2017. Oh yeah, I remember
1: the Bengals. I,
0: no, it was the Giants, because the Giants were already in the playoffs, and all Washington had to do, or it was the Kirk Cousins-led Washington football team. No, time.
1: I mean, they, no, the better one, the better example is um the one with the Bengals and Ravens. I know, but this was also a thing where
0: the, the Giants could just rest their starters and keep and let Washington into the playoffs, but they didn't. Like, they played hard, and ultimately won nineteen to ten over the football team.
1: Oh, the Redskins.
2: Yeah, the Redskins. What
1: about the Ravens? Oh, no, the Ravens. Redskins. The Ravens did that the Bengals did that to the Ravens in two thousand seventeen. You don't remember that? Well now I do. Like remember when Andy Dalton threw it and it was a touchdown and it spoiled the um Ravens chances of the playoffs and I the Bills remember. got in? I remember
3: yeah, I remember the yeah, I, the Bills I fans that. were like sending them stuff, like sending the Bengals stuff, and they were like praising Andy Dalton because, I mean, that was that was what they needed. They just needed a loss, and Andy Dalton gave it to them.
0: Yeah, but the, yeah, I think the point is is that guys are not thinking about the draft stock when they're playing. They're gonna play hard, and with the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles, you should expect a tough, competitive game.
1: Both teams are gonna play like. They're trying to win.
3: And it's also Jalen Hurts is trying to keep his job. I mean it's not like anything set in stone there with in Philly. And like, you know, if Jalen Hurts plays really well, then that might just be it for Wentz in Philadelphia, but it, I mean, you never know.
0: Yeah, it might just be it. And it ultimately yeah, exactly. He should just be playing well for his own pers for his own stock. Yeah. Should be a competitive game. Thank you for listening to the Total Rose Sports Podcast.